Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Wisdom Awakening. I'm your host, Bishop E.W. Jackson. Oh, I, I did it again. Wow. Welcome to another edition of E.W. Jackson for America. <laughs> okay, I, well, I was doing Wisdom Awakening for a couple of years, so it's, it's pretty much embedded in my memory and my spirit. But this is now E.W. Jackson for America. And uh, I'll, I'll eventually settle in with that and, and won't revert back. Uh, but uh, thank you for joining me today. Got a lot to deal with today. First of all, let me get a couple of announcements out of the way. Um, and I, I want to deal with this election situation and reflect on that. First announcement is, folks, on Saturday, my organization, Stand America, Stand, Staying True to America's National Destiny, StandAmerica.us is the website, is holding a Youth Taking a Stand conference at 3 p.m. Eastern Time uh, for young people, teenagers through 30 years old. Now, I know my, I don't have a big audience of teenagers and people uh, 30 or younger, but I know you all know those people. And I'm asking you if you would help us to reach those people and encourage them to join in. Uh, we got a great program planned for them. Um, let me get back to it here. We got a great program planned for them. It is... Okay, I just had it up here. Let me go back to it. But it's, it's uh, with, with some great speakers. Kristen Hawkins of Students for Life. Um, T.J. Grooms of New Beginnings Church in Chicago, Illinois. Young man, great, great young man. God has great things in store for him. Um, uh, let's see. I'll, I'll get to it here eventually. Um, young lady from the Heritage Foundation. Here we go. Here we go. Rachel Bovard from the Heritage Foundation, and of course yours truly. And we've got five members of our Youth Take a Stand Executive Committee. We've got Al Evans, he's our National Vice President. Got Gabrielle Hope, she's our VP from Mississippi. We've got, and this thing is, you know what, the, the way this thing is, this stupid thing is <laughs> set up. <laughs> I can't, I thought, I thought it was still, but it's not, it's rotating. Um, we've got Connor Thomas, who is our Vice President, my Operations Director. We've got Sarita Brown, Vice President of Massachusetts. And we've got Nicholas Frappier. They're going to do a, a panel discussion and open it up for questions and comments from our young people. That's you thinking, Stan, and we've got a lot to talk about. Folks, in the last election, 63% of young people ages 18 through 30 voted Democrat. 63%. That means they're brainwashing these young people. They're, they're getting them to buy into all this Marxist, socialist, godless, atheistic, secular nonsense. Because they're, 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 they're matriculating them through these government schools. They're, they're going through these colleges and, uh, and they're working for these corporations. And they're all, it's, it's just one long indoctrination camp is what it is. It's one long indoctrination camp. They're getting them to think a certain way. Reject God, reject Judeo-Christian values, reject traditional marriage, reject life, reject this country, frankly, reject America. America's not a great place. America's a bad place. America's racist. America's uh, 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 white supremacist. All this craziness. But it's, it's now their norm. Or to put it in their vernacular, it's their truth. It's not the truth. It's just 
That's, but that's the way they say it. it's their truth. It's just a bunch of hogwash. We've got to reach these young people. Help us, please. Uh, you can register at standamerica.us. One thing won't move on the website. Register for You Think and Stand Conference. That will not move. That will stay right where it is, <laughs> okay? So you, you click on that, and then it takes you to a registration page. And all we're asking for is your name, where you're from, your email address, and, um, well, I guess we, we should gather your cell phone number. Um, I'd like to get your cell phone number, but we, there's no place on there for that. But at any rate, so your name, your, your, where you're from, and your email address, and we're done. We're good. And because, look, we can't just sort of send this out to the world because when you do that, you're going to have the left infiltrate the program, and they'll mess it all up. So you got to register, and then we send you the call-in information so that you can, you can zoom in and take part of the conference uh, when it happens. So that's going to be this coming Saturday, folks. So we are only five days away from it. What? Wednesday, Thursday. Well, really only four days away now. This coming Saturday, November 19th, 3 p.m. Eastern Time. Help us to reach these young people. Tell your son, your daughter. Tell your grandson, your granddaughter. Uh, tell your neighbor. Tell, and, and by the way, we're reaching out to Christian schools too. So if you're, if you run a Christian school, you can go to our website and grab the information there and uh, share it with your students. If, the, if it's, uh, obviously you want to get the headmaster of principals um, permission, but share it with your students. This is a Christian, we are a Christian organization. If you are a Christian school, there's nothing we're going to be talking about that's inconsistent with your values. We certainly shouldn't be. Um, and we are going to be talking about all the issues affecting youth right now. We're going to talk about moral values. We're going to talk about the, the state of the culture. We're going to talk about the things that are being pushed at them right now. And we're going to talk about the things that are of concern to them because everybody who's speaking, except for me, <laughs> everybody who's speaking is a young person. Everybody who's speaking, I think, is, is uh, under 30 years old, except for me. Well, I'm 30 at heart. <laughs> Okay, so that's, again, standamerica.us to register. It's this coming Saturday at 3 p.m. Uh, Youth Taking a Stand Conference. This is our first, and we really want to get this thing off to a great start. So would you make sure that you get as many young people as you can to help us with this, get as many young people as you can to register. This is turning out to be a harder task than we thought it would be uh, because here again, People that age, they're really not my main audience. I do interact with a lot of young people. When I travel and speak, I, a lot of young people come up to me. But here again, if I'm speaking to an audience, most of that audience is not 30 years old or younger. Okay, so help us with that. Here's the big announcement you've all been waiting for. EWJacksonForAmerica.com, the website, is now up. You can go to it right now if you like. It's E.W. Jackson for America, and that's F-O-R, not the number four. E.W. Jackson for America. It is up. It is on. And I am really thrilled with this website, folks. Um, I wish I could put it up on the screen for you, but, but we, we just haven't been able to get to that. That day is coming where we'll be able to throw stuff up on the screen. And you'll be able to, to, I'll be able to work with you in that way because, yeah. I am not conversant with the technology at that level yet, so forgive me. It's just that I'm not ready to do that yet. We've had a hard enough time getting all of this up and running and ready for you. So, so far, so good. We'll take it a step at a time. But if you go to the website, 
E.W. Jackson for America. Uh, you'll see all the stuff there. And it's not, this website, by the way, is not complete. It's still a work in progress, but it's ready for publication. Uh, we got a bunch of issues we're going to put on here, a bunch of articles that are going to be on it. And all of our stuff is going to be live streaming on it. As a matter of fact, I'm on right now. Well, actually, well, I, if I click, I'll join the stream. So should I do that? Maybe, maybe, I should, maybe I should do that and test. So I just clicked on join the stream. Let's see what happens. And there I am. Now, I don't seem to be moving yet. I don't seem to be, well, let me click on this live. And, th and there we go. There we go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I tested it myself. I am, in fact, live streaming on E.W. Jackson for America. Now, folks, one of the reasons why I'm so excited about this is I don't trust Facebook, okay? I just don't trust them because I know that my account is shadow banned something's wrong because I haven't added an additional follower for I don't know how long. It's been months. It's frozen at the level it is now. It is not growing at all. So that tells me they've done something to make sure that my audience does not at all increase. I don't know what, but that's just, that doesn't even make mathematical sense, right? You know that if you've got 25,000 uh, uh, followers and you've got at any given moment, um, you know, some percentage of those people, they're going to, somebody who's watching is going to tell somebody else and they're going to tell somebody else and you're going to add a few over a few weeks, months, you're going to add a few. I mean, I'm not saying it should be exponentially growing. I'd love to have, to have that happen, but to be frozen at the same number, we know they're cheating because they don't like what I have to say. So in the name of Jesus, I declare that Facebook is going to come under the authority of Almighty God, and we're going to get this thing straightened out. God's going to do a work because these people are trying to really ultimately shut down the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's what, really what, that's what they're really after because the devil's in them. Mark Zuckerberg is of Satan. Yeah, I said it because I mean it. He is of Satan. Mark Zuckerberg was responsible for skewing the results of the last of the 2020 election. And I don't even want to hear it from these leftists about, oh, anybody who brings that up, your conspiracy theorists. Look, there were a number of irregularities in that election. Mark Zuckerberg spending a half billion dollars paying it to, to actual election agents was wrong. It was corrupt. He actually paid government officials to help get the vote out for the Democrat party. It was wrong. It was corrupt. All of this ballot harvesting and all of these drop boxes and you bring this stuff up, the specifics, they don't want to talk about that. Oh, you're an election denier. It, this, this stuff is so evil. It really is. It's so evil. Uh, by the way, so speaking of that, so you've got the youth taking a stand thing out of the way. My website is up now, EW Jackson for America. Uh, that, that's where you can watch. A everything I'm doing is going to be funneled through EW Jackson for America. Oh, and by the way, you can also go to EW Jackson for America and you can, you, you will have um, all of the, uh, where, where's my stuff? Um, but everything I'm involved with, you'll, you'll be able to, to contact there. But where, where, oh, well, let's, we'll click on reaching out. Yeah, here we go. 
reaching out, you'll see, you'll see the website for standamerica.us. You'll see the website for, website for the Stand America PAC. Um, you'll see the website for Stand Virginia PAC. We have a PAC for Virginia. You'll see the website for the Call Church. And there's one more that's going to go up here shortly. <laughs> Excuse me. You'll see the website for uh, the Maximum Potential Christian Academy, our school. Um, because we have now, a sc our school is now affiliated with Stan. Uh, because these principles have got to be taught to young people. Just like I'm telling you about the Youth Think and Stan conference. These principles have got to be taught to young people. And, and I am absolutely dedicated to that. You all know my story. My life could have gone very differently. At 10 years old, I was on my way to, to prison or, or death. That's where I was on my way. I, I, there's no question that. I was, I was on that track. And I got rescued by a loving, caring, strong father who changed the trajectory of my life. And I know I can't be a father to every child who is living in a fatherless home or who is living in a stable situation, but I can do the best I can to try to impact that young person's life and try to change the trajectory of their lives. And that's what we're dedicated to doing. That's why we have Youth Taking Stand now. That's why we have the Maximum Potential Christian Academy is to help our young people get on God's track, God's plan, God's purpose, God's destiny for their lives and off the track that the devil has for them. Okay, all right, now that I've gotten all of that out of the way, let me get to the substantive issue I want to talk about today. Now, by the way, you notice in the background there, um, Proverbs 14, 34, righteousness exalts a nation, sin is a reproach to any people. Okay, righteousness exalts a nation, sin is a reproach to any people. Now, we just had an election, and my prayer has been, and it continues to be, by the way, I'm in no way giving up, that God would give us righteous leadership so that our, our country can be exalted rather than reproached. And unfortunately, we've had a lot of people choosing unrighteous leadership, ungodly leadership. I mean, Mary Hochul of New York, the, the woman is, is, is clueless. She's godless. She's, she's hopeless except for salvation. She could be saved. And um, the candidate for governor who should have been elected was Lee Zeldin. Uh, but unfortunately, that didn't happen because people didn't follow this principle. This man was standing up for the right of New Yorkers to be safe in their property and their persons, and uh, Hochul just made fun of him. Just acted like he was a, I don't understand why that concerns you so much. I don't understand why you're so concerned. Well, the man had, had a shootout happen right outside his home. The man was attacked on stage by somebody who came up and tried to stab him. And this is happening to New Yorkers all over New York City and beyond. And she's wondering why he's so concerned about it. Remember, the thief comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Jesus said, I've come that you might have life. The people who are trying to uphold life, the people who are trying to uphold peace, the people who are trying to uphold stability, those people are representing the values of Almighty God. 
the people who are maintaining instability, the people who are maintaining chaos, the people who are maintaining anarchy, the people who are maintaining violence, the people who support turning these prisoners right back out on the street, these uh, convicts right back out on the street, these criminals right back out on the street to do harm to other people. They're doing the work of the devil because the devil is the one who wants them out there hurting people. And the devil is the one who wants you and me hurt. Now I know this is, I'm, this is spiritual talk. This is E.W. Jackson for America, but I'm a Christian. I'm a minister. And I've got to give it to you from a spiritual orientation because we just found out from this last election what I've been saying all along and what you all know. This is ultimately not a political battle. <clears throat> it must be fought on the battlefield of politics, no question. But it's ultimately a spiritual battle. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in high places. Therefore, we have to put on the whole armor of God that we may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. And having done all to stand, stand therefore. This is a spiritual battle, folks. And it really is not ultimately a battle between Republicans and Democrats, but a battle between good and evil a battle between the truth and falsehood, a battle between God and the devil. See, I know the left and the Democrat Party wants to break us up into various racial categories and tribalize, tribalize us. But for God, there's only two people, two kinds of people in the earth. And it's not black and white. It's not people of color and white people. I mean, that's, that's, that's the left's perverse construct. From God's perspective, there are only two kinds of people on the earth, those who are his and those who are not. It's really just that plain and simple. Those who are his and those who are not. And what is happening in the United States of America is really a battle between those who espouse God's values, those who espouse the, the truth, those who espouse Judeo-Christian principles, and those who do not, those who have other views, their views are Marxist, they're socialists, they're secularists, they're atheists, but they're not godly. They're not based on any kind of godly wisdom. They're based on human wisdom, humanism, human ideas about how to solve problems, how to deal with, with issues. And we need an awakening in our country because this sickness, this infection of godlessness has metastasized in the body politic and it has engulfed most of the institutions of cultural influence. By the way, including the church, which used to be the most influential institution in America. The church is engulfed in this stuff. According to George Barna, only 75% of the churches in America still believe that the Bible is the word of God. In other words, only 75% of the churches in America adhere to the word of God as truth. 75% of the churches in America see it as just a book of stories and nice stuff, and you can pick and choose what you want from it. And, uh, you know, but other than that, you can just as soon preach from Time Magazine or Newsweek or the New York Times or the Washington Compost. It doesn't really matter because it's all personal, it's all about them, it's all about their feelings, they're their own idols, they're their own gods. And so the good news from their perspective is whatever they think. 
not what the Word of God says. See, for us, the good news is God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him would not perish but have everlasting life. God didn't send his son into the world to condemn the world, but, the world through, but that the world through him might be saved. But there is no other salvation under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved but the name of Jesus. See, that's the good news, that you don't have to die in your sins. You don't have to, you don't have to live in your sins. You don't have to wallow in filth. You don't have to go to hell. God has paid the price so that you don't have to do that. All you've got to do is turn to him and surrender to him. He will cleanse you of your sin and he will, he will provide you entry into his eternal heaven and glory. He paid for it, not us. That's the good news. You and I didn't have to pay for it. He paid for it. The left would say, no, no, no. The good news is that George Soros is going to give us a billion dollars or this, this, this idiot who just lost literally billions of dollars for unsuspecting investors. Sad, sad situation. Another Democrat donor, by the way, who, just like Bernie Madoff, who hoodwinked millions of people. Um... What is this guy's name? I've got, oh, I know I saved a piece on him. Oh, my goodness gracious. But you know who I'm talking about. Um, uh, oh, here he is. Um, no, blank, what is it, Blankstein or something like that. I thought I kept uh, a piece on him. Um, apparently, I didn't. I thought I did. Uh, but but anyway, you know what I'm talking about. This this young billionaire who promised $100 million, then a billion dollars to uh, the Democrat Party, which, by the way, he never delivered. Oh, here it is. Sam Bankman-Fried. Sam Bankman-Fried. By the way, he's the second by, by a large margin from, to George Soros. George Soros is the single largest donor to the Democrat Party. George Soros, the atheist. George Soros, the Holocaust participant who helped steal the, 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 the property of Jews who were bound for the gas chamber. George Soros, who is unrepentant about that. George Soros that has used his money to bring nations almost to their financial knees so that he could make money. That George Soros, biggest donor to the Democrat Party, godless, atheist, evil, wicked man. And people give him credit for charity. He's not giving anything to charity. He's giving everything to the Democrat Party and to the leftist views that he has. All these prosecutors around the country who won't put people in jail. That's, those are George Soros-selected prosecutors. He dumps in a million or two million dollars and nobody can compete with it. And you get some, some idiot who's elected prosecutor and he thinks his job is to let everybody out of jail so that nobody, nobody goes to jail no matter what you do. That's their ideology. That's their sick, godless ideology. See, God holds us accountable. Oh my goodness, I'm almost out of time. I got to get to... Oof, I hope I'm not, I, I can't go back to 45 minutes, which is what I used to do. But so let me get to this. 
you know, two things I really need to get to, but let me get to number one. We must, we must get Herschel Walker elected in Georgia. We must get Herschel Walker elected in Georgia. Uh, if you want to help me, because I'm, I'm, my plan is to run about uh, $60,000 in ads uh, in black communities around Georgia between now and December the 6th. That's our goal. If you want to help me, I don't care what it is, $5, $10, $25. If you've got, if you've got more, you've got $100, you got $1,000, you got $5,000, you got $10,000, by all means. Uh, if you've got $10,000, don't, don't give it online because they charge too much for that. If you've got $10,000, you know, you've got thousands of dollars you want to give, send me a check payable to Stand America Pack, P.O. Box 15003, Chesapeake, Virginia, 23328. Again, that's Stand America Pack. P.O. Box 15003, Chesapeake, Virginia, 23328. And you can get that on the Stand America PAC website. Go to standamericapac.us. Now, distinguish that now from standamerica.us. Standamerica.us is nonprofit. We can't use those, for that, those funds for political campaigns. Stand America PAC is a super PAC that we're using to help candidates. We can't coordinate with the candidates, but we can do independent work to help them. And that's what we did uh, in the general election for Herschel Walker and for uh, Brian Kemp down in Georgia. And that's what we want to do for Herschel Walker between now and December the 6th. We must get Herschel Walker elected. That stuff I told you about the secularists, atheists, Marxist, socialists, that's everything Raphael Warnock represents. Black Christians cannot vote for this man. Again, if you, if you are a Christian, I don't care what color your skin is, but if you are a Christian and you vote for Raphael Warnock, you have cast a vote for the spirit of Antichrist because Raphael Warnock represents the spirit of Antichrist. I don't care how much he, I don't care what kind of church he pastors. I mean, he can be, he can be in whatever church he wants to be in, whatever church would have him. Uh, but I'll tell you what, they do not have an authentic, spirit-filled, anointed pastor, what they've got is an antichrist pretender in that pulpit. Because anybody who can stand behind the holy desk and say, I'm in favor of killing unborn babies, I'm in favor of marriage between two men or two women, knowing that the Bible specifically prohibits this and condemns it as an abomination to God. And anybody who can say, I want bigger and bigger government to do more and more and more and more and more knowing that the Bible clearly God told the children of Israel, you don't want a king. Because if you want a king, he'll turn you into his slaves. And the bigger government gets, the closer it becomes to trying to turn us all into its slaves, making us all dependent upon it. Well, that's what he represents. He represents the spirit of Antichrist. Because what's the Antichrist going to represent? Government control over everything and everybody. But with the promise, oh, you're going to be taken care of now. As long as you bow to me, as long as you are, are bowing down to my leadership and my authority, everything will be taken care of. Now, you'll need a little mark in your hand, a little mark in your forehead. But other than that, everything will be cool. Power is what they crave. And one way of getting power is to give stuff or give you this. But you owe me. And when I say jump, you say how high. So that's, that's, that's the number one thing. We have got to, get, uh, got to get Herschel Walker elected. That is absolutely critical. Okay? 
Now, here's the second thing I want to mention. I've got, so I've, I'm, I'm getting it all in, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be done. How, how did this turn around after the expectation of a red wave? How did it come about? I'll tell you how it came about. It came about because of a lack of leadership that was nimble enough to respond to the cries of, they're going to take away your right to abortion. They're going to take away democracy. The Republicans didn't, never answered that. And the exit polls showed that those issues did indeed have an impact and people went to the polls to vote those issues. Both of them are completely off base, but without an answer to people, you end up motivating the opposition to get their vote out because they feel they're under some grave threat. So let me just tell you this before I go. Ronna McDaniel needs to go. She's running for re-election to the Republican National Committee. She needs to go. Kevin McCarthy needs to go. Mitch McConnell needs to go. I don't hate these people, but they're just off. They're really not strong conservatives in the sense of having the passion and the conviction to, to go out there and fight. I mean, Ronna McDaniel, remember, I called for her resignation months ago when she came out in June and said, you know, we're all going to celebrate Gay Pride Month. I mean, are you kidding me? That whole thing is what got us these controversies in the public schools where parents are up in arms over people teaching their children to be transgender and your identity is not what you were born at and don't tell your parents and we won't tell them, we'll keep it a secret from them and, and children, girls being raped by guys going in the re girls' restroom saying that they're, that, that they're women and all that because that's what they identify with. All this craziness was going on. That's what this, the whole gay pride movement has brought us to. That's what it's given us. And you got Ronda McDaniel telling us we need to celebrate Gay Pride Month? Hey, what is wrong with these people? She needs to go. Kevin McCarthy needs to go because as far as I'm concerned, Kevin McCarthy and Mitch McConnell, they were, they were Kevin McCarthy, uh, Mitch McConnell particularly, he was busy trying to oppose Donald Trump when what he should have been doing was trying to get Republicans elected. But he was too busy trying to carry out whatever antipathy and animosity he has toward Donald Trump. Donald Trump's not the issue. The country is the issue. I don't know whether Donald Trump's going to run for president. I'm assuming, assuming he will. And I don't know who I'm going to support. And we'll see, we'll see what, who, what, what uh, the field produces. People have asked me to run for president. Who knows? But it's not about Donald Trump. It's not about me. It's not about uh, uh, Ron DeSantis. It's about the country. That's what it's about. And I don't think Mitch McConnell gets that. And you know, also his wife is all, he and his wife are all bound up with communist China, making a bunch of money off communist China. That's a problem. And, and, and to me, Kevin McCarthy, you, he has not won the confidence of his caucus. He needs to move a step aside. Andy Biggs is going to run. Give Andy Biggs a shot at it. Let somebody else do it because what we have on our hands now is a debacle. And I really believe that everything rises and falls on leadership. And this debacle is because of poor leadership failing to respond to the moment and deal with the issues that were presented to them at the time they needed to. They were best basically resting on their laws. Oh, nobody's going to pay attention to this abortion issue. And I guarantee you, folks, I guarantee you, the Democrat Party poll tested and focus grouped those issues, abortion and they're a threat to our democracy 
and they probably found that they resonated well with their base. And if you went out and you heard them again and again, it's a threat to democracy, it's a threat to democracy. I mean, every pundit, every, every left-wing uh, mainstream media commentator, this is a threat to democracy. Democracy's on the ballot. Democracy's on the ballot. Democracy's on the ballot. Abortion's on the ballot. Abortion's on the ballot. And they just pounded at home for probably the last two or three weeks. It made a difference. Apparently a profound difference because it motivated their base while we sat on our hands and didn't respond to it. I did, in my, in my spots, I responded to this issue of abortion. I didn't deal with the issue of democracy, frankly, because by the time that was happening, our stuff was already in the can. But I dealt with the issue of abortion and urged, particularly black voters, to not vote for these baby killers. These people who think like Stacey Abrams thinks and like Raphael Warnock thinks that even when you look at a sonogram and you see the outline of a human being, you see the head, you see arms, you see, oh, it's, that's nothing. That's just a trick to control the bodies of women. Folks, that's, that's Frankenstein type stuff. That's monstrous. And instead of saying to the American people, yes, we are pro-life. But they have gone to the extreme where they would say you can kill an unborn baby up to the moment before it's born. That means one second it can be murdered, the next second, oh, well, you have to leave it alone, except if it was intended to be an abortion in the first place, when the baby is born alive, you can still let it die. I don't think even Americans who call themselves pro-choice believe that or go along with that. That's what we should have been, that's the message we should have been getting across to the electorate. That's what we should have been telling them. That look, abortion has not been outlawed and has gone back to the states for debate, but let's deal with the extremism of the Democrat party that feels that an unborn baby is nothing but trash to be discarded at any stage of its development whatsoever, even until the moment it's born, and even after it's born, if it was intended to be an abortion. Let it die, and who cares? That's extreme. And I think most Americans wouldn't go along with it. But we didn't have anybody making that case. That's going to do it for today, folks. Uh, thank you for joining E.W. Jackson for America. Check out my website, EWJacksonForAmerica.com. E. I will be back again tomorrow morning at 8.30 a.m. with another live edition of E.W. Jackson for America. And I'll be back this afternoon at 1 p.m. live on American Family Radio for The Awakening. In the meantime, stand up, step up, speak up, refuse to back up. Because we cannot be defeated if we will not quit. Because we are on God's side.